the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... I'm John. Hey, John, how's it going? I'm doing well. I'm really into this. Holy shit, yeah, uh, so am I. We have a lot to talk about. So let's, um, let's first take a little stop by the Everglades, you know? I just kind of want to chill out. Actually. Nice, relaxing cabin yeah i hate to do this to you immediately oh. but i do have some things before we dive dive on in before we dive on in two things one in the previously on yeah in order to get everything as condensed as possible uh-huh the ap- apology dex had for rita last episode yeah was condensed down to so like previously on dexter yeah. and it's like and dexter walks up and he's like i'm sorry And then immediately cuts to Rita being like, that's not good enough. (laughs) uh, That is not just Dex and Rita this whole season. I'm sorry. Not good enough. Yeah. (laughs) Good. I just, it's really fun when you uh, condense it down that small. It's it's very good. (laughs) Then we get the title of this episode. Yes. Season two, episode 10. There's something about Harry. I really want Harry to have that dopey look on his face yeah. that Cameron Diaz has in There's Something About Mary. And oh, yeah. he has the, like, cum in his hair <laughs> sticking up, too. And he's like, oh? <laughs> so now that we're ready to dive on in, oh, wow. we are at that relaxing cabin that you had talked about. And oh. Dex is inspecting his wound from his gunshot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the poor incident of Dokes shooting Dexter for some reason. Yeah, I think that they're just having a little bit of a tiff right now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if they work it out. Yeah, may, maybe they could just talk it out. Well, they do just that throughout this whole episode, which I think <laughs> is what makes this episode a bit of a standout. Oh. In that Dex yelling at Dokes, just like, why couldn't you have left me alone? Like, oh my god. <laughs> the fuck? And Doke's like, I catch killers. And he's like, yeah, I do too. I caught you. You're in my cocaine cage. (laughs) Just give me that professional courtesy and leave me alone. Yeah. I've given you all the cocaine you can see. Doesn't that make us even in some world? I did really like Dexter's comment of Doke's being like, I'm not a killer. And he's like, well, what? So it's okay to take a life if you get a paycheck for it? He's like, yeah. my code has a higher standard than your laws. Like, don't even, don't even start with me. This is, this is hypocrisy. Yeah. And Dokes the whole time just keeps shouting, kill me now or set me free. So let's leave them to bro it out for a little bit. Uh-huh. While uh, Deb and Lundy are broing out in the elevator. Yeah. Macking it up big time. Oh, yeah. They're totally broing out. <laughs> when they get in there. Well, bros make out with each other, don't they? Uh, the sexy ones do. Okay, good. Woo! <laughs> That's what they told me. I just wanted to make sure. Woo! Oh so, yeah, Deb's subpoena for Dokes' phone records came in. <gasps> and they find out about LaGuardia's secret Dokes call. Ooh, does that mean Lundy is going to rip LaGuardia a new one? Dubs loves to watch that shit. Uh, no. Lundy's gonna, he encourages Deb to do it. And you know what? Ladies, listen up. Oh, good. We're gonna get some more lady advice from John. Well, I'm a white man, so I feel like I can, (laughs) I at least have the platform for it. 
Yeah, he definitely knows his place, ladies. Ladies, <laughs> I would say that you should find a man mm-hmm. who encourages you to step up above your pimp. I forgot what the exact terminology from season one was. Oh yeah, sure, like, sure. Don't overstep your pimp. But good. I yeah. like a. I like a. I like a guy that encourages. You know what? Go rip her a new one. You know. <laughs> yeah. Good. Like, it's good to have. You know. A partner, whether that is a man or whatever, like it's someone who encourages or whatever. You, <laughs> you know, yeah. what you know what I'm talking about. Wink, wink. Oh, boobies. <laughs> Tickle bitties. That's right. <laughs> but no, it's good to have someone that encourages you to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And it is part of Deb's job. They're like, well, this is your task force as well as mine, but you do it to it. Before we get too much on Lundy's side. Although he did do a good thing, he does talk about, well, when this case is over, I'm leaving. So you got to stand up for yourself sometime. So uh, he kind of shoots himself in the foot there. Yeah, kind of leaves off on a kind of a sour note. And Deb is not happy. Not happy at all. <laughs> Dexter's apartment, we find a, a worse for wear Dex crawling in through his bathroom window. With a gunshot wound. Yeah. And he's not on the first floor. No, he is not. So that's fun. <laughs> and he says this thing about, like, Harry, you never prepared me for this. Because he's not sure whether or not to kill Dokes. Yeah. Yes, he did. What are you talking about? Of course he did. <laughs> Rule number one. What, what? Rule number one. Do not get caught. Rule number two. Don't kill police. Number three. Don't kill the innocent. Oh, yeah, that was number two. Number three. <laughs> Yeah, you get it. Well, the, the first one... We're, we're still working on our no. Hamilton rules of Harry's Code. <laughs> and the only rule you need to know is is don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the number one rule. So Harry did prepare you for this, you idiot. <laughs> All of our cards on the table. The only rule is don't get caught. Yeah. Well, he does say in the previous episode... All of the other rules are there for what? Not to get caught. Exactly. So he taught you this. Sorry, I'm on Harry's side. <laughs> oh, well, let's, with that in mind, you should probably get, get to, to the flashback. Yes. Where they're at a crime scene. And you know what? There's something so charming to a shitty flashback. <laughs> and I, I really find the adults wearing wigs and pretending to be kids really charming. <laughs> Oh, it shouldn't work. And honestly, if this came out today, if if in season nine, they do a flashback (laughs) with 50 year old Michael C. Hall. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll like it, but it shouldn't happen. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. It's it's good. Well, and it's also uh, not only are the wigs just top notch, (laughs) both of their wigs, but it's also um, the way that they shoot all of their scenes mm-hmm. and they, they, they kind of shoot Michael C. Hall kind of from an upward angle. Mm. So it kind of, it makes him look a little shorter, Yeah, you know, like just kind of like try to make him look a little bit less like a 35 year old man. Sure. Sure. <laughs> They're going over a crime scene and Deb isn't allowed to talk crime scene and Dexter is and we're back because knock, yes. knock, 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 knock. We're at Dexter's apartment. Uh, what? Who's there? What? Hello, I'm an FBI man. My name is J- John FBI man. 
I'm here to deliver your ex-girlfriend who has cold coffee. Hey. Yeah. Yay. Yay. And she came and it's good. Um, I, I really like that every time Rita shows up, she has a coffee or something. Yeah. It, I really miss not living with you so that <laughs> you could show up to my place with coffee. With with just gifts for oh, you. Oh, like Lego sets. <laughs> it's morning. We went from coffee to Lego sets. Yeah. You know, I could just bring home some coffee when I come no, back from it's work. it's the same. <laughs> no. We have to be dating or not living together. Right. Or in this instance, exes. Oh, I like that one. I Divorce really like watch, that one. Let's, guys. Let's, 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 let's just focus on this. Oh, you, you, you mean Rita and Dexter? Yeah, you're right. We should. So close that time, guys. Soon I will be free. Well, You will never be free. Speaking of being confused, <laughs> the kids are also confused about the breakup. And Dex starts patching things up with Rita before his leg starts to cry. And <laughs> I, honestly, my, my, my biggest note here is I really missed Rita. Oh, my God, this right? Is, this is nice. Oh, she, I've missed her. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, like she is just absolutely charming as hell. And just I love the way that she, you know, is talking to Dex and just how sweet she is. Like, she's just, I, I know I didn't say much of anything there. I'm just so excited to have her back. Me too. Dex asks if they're dating again, and it's interesting because Rita appears to be here for the kids. Now, we know she yes. obviously has feelings and all this other stuff, but yes. it seems that a big focus of her motivation is the kids kind of already lost their dad, and you're not their dad, but you're kind of important, so can well, we figure something out? Yes. Well, and it's specifically her saying that, yeah, the kids very recently lost their dad. They had grandma move out of the house. No, that was and, that was, that was was an awesome day. Oh, yeah, they, no, that was a blessing. <laughs> they had Ewok drums and fireworks <laughs> and and that was Cody saying peace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, it, Rita is very worried about the kids having, like, some abandonment issues. Yes, the, these kids are having a hard time. Yeah, and it, I think it's very lovely. Like, Well, you know what would fix all that? Oh, what would? Um, I read on Wikipedia that if you are having abandonment issues, yes, um, you should sloth it up at the beach. Hey, which we can just hang. They all decide to do that Saturday, and yeah, Dex goes back in her monologue and is like, "Oh yeah, like he, he we touched on it when he was getting arrested ish by the FBI, and this is the first moment he's really had to ponder those." And being like, yeah, me being the butcher would, like, destroy these people. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, completely wreck them beyond, ah. like, recovery. So it would suck ass. What I do affects other people. Huh. And if I murder and then get ice cream with this, these kids, they might have some sort of weird issues if they, hmm. Huh. Maybe I don't get caught. Yeah, not stop killing. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to keep, 
killing. Guys. Come on. Come on. All right. <laughs> Back on. at LaGuardia's office, Deb goes in to do it. And to her credit, she's very respectful. Incredibly so. Um, I think beyond what Deb, if Deb did this last season. Oh, God. Yeah. She would have barged in and just be like, what the fuck is this? And then left with the biggest egg on her face when LaGuardia yep. turns the tables. Yep. Um, yeah, and I like LaGuardia because you really, I mean, she's the heart of Dokes. You don't really give a shit about Dokes from a, uh, an emotional standpoint. No. Except for LaGuardia. So it's great to have her, and she's really killing it. And I love the line of, your task force doesn't need my help railroading a good cop. Yeah. And she's like, he's innocent. I know him. Get the fuck out of here. Go report me then. Suck my dick. Suck my LaGuardia dick. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Go. And but, good for her. Oh, I man. Mean, we'll get to why it's not good later. Right. But good for her now. Right. Yeah. And, and in this particular instance, in this, mm-hmm. in this situation, especially when Deb, you know, retorts back with a, you know, I thought I knew someone too. Yeah. And LaGuardia shuts that off. Oh, and it's heartbreaking. Man, it's just, yeah, it's some really, really well done acting in this scene. And yeah, I do love how professional Deb is. And yeah, it was LaGuardia saying that when you care about someone, you do what you have to. And it's, and, but that is absolutely, that sums up LaGuardia's motivation completely. Eh, I mean, sure, if her promotion was a person... I'd be like, yeah, she did anything for that guy. But, yeah, it's a little murky, but she is a good person, politics aside. Yes. I had a little bit of trouble with the next location. Oh? Because I I had originally written down FBI briefing room, but they're all back in there. They're all against dokes. I, I think I feel comfortable calling this the big boy briefing room. Big boys are back. They're going over all of Dokes' aliases, and my oh, God, my. take a shot for every <laughs> different hairstyle. I am in love with each one, and I'm so mad he's bald. Oh my God, he's got such great hair. Oh. But the thing is, I can't really take it seriously, only because we've seen him as a bald man. How dare you. And he does make a very excellent bald man. Yeah. That is a tough look to pull off, and Dokes does it. The issue with being a bald man is you can't go backwards. That is true. You can't uh, think about Jason Statham with hair. Think about Dwayne Johnson with hair. Oh, they're no. Not, none of them are real. They're not bad pictures, but they're at the point now where you're like, no, they, 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 Hobbs and Shaw with hair. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Sorry, everything, the past few episodes have been so Fast and the Furious heavy, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. The ninth movie came out. We rewatched all of them. Yeah. So, you get... So, we're kind of in the mood for family. Damn it. That's <laughs> so right. You, you know me. I know you. You know me. Well, when Dex starts talking about all of the the slide box and all the slides in it, he mentions how there are 46 slides. Holy shit. Yeah, and I didn't, I wasn't following the math because of notes, but they basically have 12 more that they're trying to find a connection to. And yeah, during this, Lundy does notice that Deb is off. Yeah. Which I like. Good for him. She was kind of acting a little cold, but yeah, he's immediately like, 
Mm, just kind of giving her the eyes and just like, what's going on? And Dex stays behind to convince Lundy to drop the protective detail, which we'll talk about more in a moment. Yes, we shall. Uh, Back outside the bullpen as they're exiting, Batista gives LaGuerta the info on the 12 new perps or victims. Yes. uh, To help clear Dokes' name. Yeah. And again, it's Batista just being there to help everyone out. And like, and he's... Does, is Batista a good person who doesn't deserve any of the bad things that have ever happened to him on the show? Um, yes, that is correct. His name Batista... is literally Angel. He is an angel. Yes. And no one should ever touch him. We'll get to it. Okay. Okay. Nobody's been roofied yet. <laughs> Back at the cabin, yes. uh, Dokes is kicking that cage door, trying to get to that cocaine. That's like all he can think about is oh, getting yes. to the cocaine. Definitely and the cocaine. The cocaine starts ringing. And Dokes is like, ah, I gotta get it, I gotta get it. So he, It's like the cocaine is talking to him, yeah. and he's like, I gotta get there. I gotta get it. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> It's check. definitely not Jimenez's phone. No, 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 no. It's the cocaine. What words are you saying right now? Oh, I'm just saying cocaine over and over again. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. Oh Back at Dexter's lab, he and Masuka are going over whatever. And uh-huh. you know what? Magnified eyes. Always funny. Always funny. It's a fine line. But, and you don't want it to make it go on too long. But you know what? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, in this particular, like, the, the visor that he's wearing, and yeah. it's just this rectangle. Like, like I feel like it's a... Uh, okay, so we're, we're all familiar with Star Trek Next Generation, yeah? Nope. <laughs> well, it's like... Oh, data? Data? Data. No, no, no. Um, reading Rainbow Guy. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen his name before. What is it? Com- Lieutenant Commander Gordy LaForge. I did not retain that information. Gordy LaForge. Well, look at that. There it is. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so LeVar Burton on, on Star Trek. Yes! Like, that. that's what I imagine if, if he didn't have, like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cool little lights on his visor. Yeah. That's what it would be. It would just be this incredibly zoomed in... <laughs> I would have gone with Cyclops from X-Men, but sure. Oh, that's good, too. (laughs) You know why? Because I remembered the name. (laughs) Yeah, Masuka leaves because Deb is mad about the dropped protective detail. And I really liked the exchange of, Dokes won't step out of the shadows for a grudge. Oh, Yeah. yeah, because serial killers are so practical. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, they actually are. And then Deb yells about how Lundy's going to go away because he's old as fuck. And Aww. she's like, oh, he's going to die and leave me. I don't think that's what she said. That's but... the gist of it. Oh, my God. So yeah. many old jokes. It's Dex saying, like, well, I thought Lundy was your, your go-to. You could depend on him. Yeah, that's what it was. And Deb's, no, I can only depend on you, fucker. Well, which gets us to Dex leaving. And he's like, you know what? This isn't about and dokes this is about deb this is about rita and the kids and he's like i have only got one choice with dokes so several hours later we cut to dokes who is still desperately clawing at that cocaine oh he's getting close and then dex pulls up and i'm not sure if dokes is worried that dex will see the cocaine or maybe the cocaine got cold but he throws (laughs) his shirt over it because we all know cocaine gets cold. <laughs> well, it goes bad if you don't 
keep it warm <laughs> and keep it at room temperature. That's why cocaine in Miami is. That's why we don't. Muy bueno. Well, that's why we went through all of our cocaine right before winter. <laughs> it's cold here. We have to. Can you tell we're on cocaine now? It's hot over here. Oh, I'm having some ideas. Oh, oh. my God. Okay, no, anyway. Okay. Uh, speaking of ideas, Dex was like, it's probably a good idea to bring you some water. But what's interesting is that when Dokes opens it, it was sealed. Like, it was a new water bottle, which means he had to use, like, a syringe or something sexy yeah. to get it in there. Um, which like you'd it. have to place it just right so it doesn't spill. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Good Very stuff. Good. Yeah, and Dex brought his kill tools. He brought his kill tools. And Uh-oh. Dokes was like, ah, Like, so this is how it ends? Well, they have a little bit of a conversation about a philosophical question on who has more inherent worth. Yes. When it, comes to the, when it comes to the community, it's a wash. They're both civil servants. Move on. Personal lives. Dex has a lot of people that depend on him. Yes, he does. And they would be devastated Ooh. if they found out. I wrote that down. <laughs> That's really good. It would be retaculous. Nope, it didn't work. I liked it. You're making a real aster of yourself. There it is. That you watch CNN and you're very well learned. <laughs> we'll get to that later. She Cody watch... would be sad too. Anyway. Yeah, as I've um, I've been quoting since the beginning of this podcast, uh-huh. uh, Dokes has his mothers and his sisters. Uh, That's therefore. right. And, you know, and they do. And it's sad because that does count. But they're off camera most of the time. So we don't really. Well, also, Dex plainly puts it out there, too, of like, yeah, you do have your mother and your sisters, but you don't visit. Yeah. You don't talk to them. That's you're, true. You're a lone wolf. And it's time to go home. Well, and just. No... <laughs> you're a lone wolf, buddy. Yeah. And just no one is counting on him like no one would miss him i think was the thing that he said and dex says if you had a personal life you wouldn't have made me an obsession and you wouldn't be here right now which gets us to season one where there's uh, i think two to three instances of deb and dokes almost getting together or dokes plucking up enough courage to ask her out and we mentioned it in our spoiler section last season of I mean, obviously, then Deb doesn't get with Brian. She's with Dokes, so he's distracted, or at least need, needing to play nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, like, also just everything of where Deb is now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think she also would have been a little bit distracted, and she wouldn't have mm-hmm. made such progress in just a person yeah. as she has now. And and it's yeah it's I I think it is very interesting to think about that like both of them would have been very distracted with their relationship together and yeah this shit probably wouldn't have happened. I agree. Oh, is that the cocaine? Well, okay. I rewatched <laughs> this episode. There's a twist. Ooh, the cocaine is a phone. <gasps> I'm still thinking it's made of cocaine, but we're, we'll, we'll get to that later. Point is, the phone goes off, and yeah, Dex is like, why are you trying to hide the drug dealer's phone? Come on, man. You're c- Come on. Yeah, trying to come up with an escape plan? Not going to work. Well, speaking of escape plans, Dokes is like, well, if you, you're gonna co- if you want to come get me, 
you're going to have to come into this cage. So let's do it. And Dex is like, no, look at you. You're the size of a like a munchkin in, in, in Wizard of Oz, but you're built like a horse. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going into a tiny cage with you. Jesus. Yeah, so Dokes has obviously been drugged by the water, and he brings up Harry before he passes out and calls Harry a whack job. Whoa. And as he's passing out, he's like, they, they never told you. Why? They never told you. What? And yeah. Never told me what? 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 what about my father? Lila, Lila, Lila. Because no. we're at her loft, and she's with Batista, and they're painting the walls red, which yeah. is the color of La Passion. Ooh, oh my goodness. They're just, the sparks are flying, right? Kind of. Um, if by that, no. <laughs> Batista gets a voicemail and Lila's like, if it's Dexter, tell him to come over. Which, oh my god. I haven't had an awkward situation like that since high school. Probably. Where you're hanging out with somebody, it's good. And then they're like, hey, how about you invite that popular sexy boy? And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I will, because I'm nice, but this is going to ruin my chances. Wait, hmm? how was the date that you and I had in high school? How did you know that I was just trying well, to no, get... Well, <laughs> if, if you remember our actual first date, you, you were my Batista. <laughs> nice try, nice try. No, no. We used each other. And then it didn't work for either one of us. Yeah, we're both very unhappy. <laughs> um, this podcast, if anything, is a cry for help, uh-huh. if you will, an, an SOS. Yes. If, if there's anyone listening to this. <laughs> please, help me get in contact. Yeah, so anyway. Batista tells Lila that it's Audi, his daughter, who... Great to hear from her again. Yay! And immediately, Lila doesn't care. Oh, my God. So good. It was so funny. Oh, she's just not even trying to fake it. Any person (laughs) over the age of... And Uh let's just assume they're not trying. They don't want kids. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That's their reaction to, like, hey, look, here's my cute kid. Just, Um, oh, that's great. So are we going to Burger King or what? (laughs) You know, as those cool 35-year-olds do. They just want to go to Burger King. PK Lounge. <laughs> also, side note, Batista looks really good in a t-shirt. Um, and it's yeah. really funny that they, they put him in the, the bowling shirts and the hat. Which I don't know if we talked about. But really. I, we probably did. I, we definitely did. Okay. In the pilot episode, uh, Batista wears the bowling shirts because in the book, Dex wore those. Oh yeah! Because in the books he had it, he didn't understand what fashion was. That you're right. So, I forgot about that. And that's fine. And he looks good. He's a fun character. But yeah, it's, yeah, he looks really good. He's dude. He's super fit. And I think yeah, this is really the first. Maybe this is the first episode we really see his see his, his physique. Yes, yes. He's got he's got a big burly chest, and I like it. Yeah, back at the cabin. <laughs> yes, Dex. Goes up to an unconscious dokes mm-hmm. and rubs his fingies all over the tools. Ah. Like, Give me that fingy. Put on this tool. Ooh, you That's know. what he was doing all along. He wasn't going to kill dokes. At least not yet. He leaves water, protein bars, and a bucket. Good for him. So nice. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the dock, and uh, we're at a dock during the morning, and sunglasses watch. Dex is still wearing his silver Spy Kids glasses. He sure don't is. like them. They're they're not 
bad, but you can do better. He's a hot guy, and you have these terrible glasses. Like, get him some, like, gold rim aviators or something nope, like that. I, I think well, those would look better on... I think... Well, but I think aviators are too stylish, and why Deb has the aviators. That makes sense. You're right. And You're right. It's fine. Dex has terrible sunglasses because he's terrible at being a person and having feelings. It's fine. <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> and I like his towel trick of having the tools wrapped up in the towel oh, and then yeah. dropping them and then like waiting and then kicking them off. I also, I like that, you know, as soon as he does his little towel trick and the, the tools are still on the deck, mm-hmm. he turns around and he just takes off his sunglasses and just takes in like a deep breath and oh. then just Kick. <laughs> what a day. Kick. Well, He's so subtle. Speaking of special days, we mm-hmm. flash back to Deb's birthday. And yeah! The wigs are back. <laughs> but also, Deb, Jennifer Carpenter in this scene yes. is so good at being a little Deb. It's so good. The Her taking the gigantic square piece and then just <laughs> putting a fork in the middle and being like, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Just like fucking like, kills it. It's like a fourth of that sheet cake. Yeah. Oh, God. She's it's hilarious. She's a delight. Well, and in the same way of how Dex is so different in these flashbacks. Well, and he's also, he feels so much more like a fly on the wall. That's it. Like, Perfect. he, yeah. it almost feels like he hasn't developed his fake personality yet. I agree. And so he's just... Yeah, he's just watching everything and not saying anything, not reacting to mm-hmm. anything, really. He's just observing, I and like it's, it. it's really good. Matthews shows up, and he used his entire bottle of Just Hair for Men. Is that yes. what it's called? Yes, he okay. did. Or Just for Men. Just Men for Hair. Just <laughs> Men Hair Now. Hair for Justly Men. But he used <laughs> this whole... One bottle his old brown bottle yes he did his hair's very full very good (laughs) harry is mad because a bad guy's gonna walk because there was a typo on a warrant and harry comes and sits down and is like this this is the reason why i trained you dex this is awesome i have a serial killer son as a boy that i raised and now i can just Use him to just kill pimps? Yes! That's the dream. <laughs> For a serial killer son. He just has a serial killer son. This just is perfect. At the ready when oh. the law doesn't take care of the bad guys. When you loved that lady and she was eaten by a chainsaw and then you took her son from the, the bloody baby boy and yes. now he can kill full-sized adults. Oh my god. Pretty cool his own little revenge boy right here. I'm a little revenge boy. I got all the sorts of revenge for my dad. Because I'm 17, Dexter, this is how I sound. (laughs) We'll get back to that. (laughs) Uh, So at the precinct parking lot, Lundy is like, all right, what's going on? And uh, Deb just, this relationship has an expiration date. And I love Lundy. When did I say that? Right? So, like, just very, like, um, no, 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 no. Not, I, I disagree. I don't think it was a no, 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 no. It was a very innocent, like, whoa, what? I'm sorry, when did I do that? Oh, okay. Just, like, it felt like a very, like, hold on a second. I'm, like, it's Lundy, so he's very helpful. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. But it's, 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and she is just very, very... Deb hadn't thought about it, and nope. now she knows, and so fuck you, and she walks away. At the food truck, Batista... <clears throat> Batista is wondering why there isn't a circus in town when you need one. <laughs> Here's the thing about circuses, all right? Oh my god, he's back, guys! When you really set your mind to it, you can get like two, maybe three circuses a week, all right? I do anything for my precious little balls of sunshine, all right? And go into like three circuses a week, fucking doable. Also, don't forget about your Toys R Us bag. Oh my god, yeah, okay? that's right. Yeah, you want good parenting tips? Just subscribe to my YouTube channel. My name's Ghost Paul. I give really good uh, uh, parenting advice. And uh, just follow me more for good parenting advice about circuses. So, Ghost Paul, father of every year. Yeah, 400 subscribers. Oh my god. <laughs> are these just 400 other prison dads? No, no, no. These are, these are men like Batista who need help with their children. These oh are my god. sad, depressed, stabbed men. No, That's Batista. my main demographic. I love men between the ages of 38 who have been stabbed and divorced. Anyway, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Oh my god. Do not subscribe. I don't think there's anything wrong with an ex-con getting back on his feet. May. <laughs> you are part of the problem. Oh my god. But, yes, he needs help finding a circus. This is where we find out that Aster likes CNN. And, uh... They're, uh, they're going to the beach on Saturday. And Batista's like, oh my god, can I come? And, motherfucker, after this whole fucking garbage shit with Lila, Mr. Yeah. Best Friend, like, yeah. what is what are you talking about here? But just, he's, what? Oh, what do you mean? He's been the worst friend with Lila. He didn't ask until episodes later if it was okay. And... He was immediately from when Lila showed up. He's like, all right. Batista has crossed a lot of friend lines. And then immediately being like, oh, can I come with you? It just, well, yeah, because you're Batista and you're a good man. But I don't like this recent spout of nonsense coming out of you. He's, he is a recent, or say, he's figuring it out. He I is know. an angel. You leave him alone. Batista has red in his hair, and let's just be clear about this. He has a lot of red in his hair. I don't think yeah. we, we haven't, I don't know if we've watched it. We have a big TV now, and sure. I don't know if we've watched it since we've had a big TV. And sure. looking at it on the TV, I'm like, that is a lot of red in your hair. How... He has so much paint in his hair. I'll, I'll give you another YouTube channel you should subscribe to, you, you sad, stabbed ass. Oh. About painting for idiots. So you don't get it in your hair. Oh, you leave an angel alone. I can only be mean to him for like three more scenes, so I'm getting it all out. That's that's fair. Batista plans to go to the beach with Dex and Rita. Yes. And Dex gets a ring-a-ling, ding-a-ding, text the thing uh, from the cocaine phone. Yes. And it's from Harlow, a drug, a local drug dealer who wants, obviously this is the cocaine phone, so he wants cocaine. He wants the snow. And Dex looks him up. Turns out he murdered a bit. So oh Dex probes about the cabin, and Harlow doesn't know shit. So we move on to the evidence room, where uh, Dex sneaks up on Deb, 
Yeah. We get another really cool Afro Dokes pick. Oh which my is god. Fucking gorgeous. It is a pristine yeah. bro. Yeah. Like it looks so good. It is fire. Oh <gasps> look at him. It is it, it is lit. Ooh. Ooh, yes. There it is. Uh-huh. There it is. I'm learning. All right. I have a question about this room. Yes. Was every everything in there was dokes, right? I assumed so. Okay. Because they were going through like his clothes and stuff mm-hmm. earlier in Dexter's lab. Right. And, yeah, like that. Uh, that's what I was assuming. They have one of those punching bags that's also a, like a mannequin person. Yeah. They had one of those in the background. But what I found the most interesting. Uh huh. Was they had those. Sticks with foam on each end that you can spar Star Trek style. Yes! And I had two of those in there. <laughs> and my God, the questions are flooding in. <laughs> Did he get them at Costco? Does Dokes have a Costco membership? Does he have a friend? Why would he buy them when he doesn't have friends? Did he have a friend? Did LaGuerta do this thing do with him? Sparring with yeah, him. well, they were on stakeouts. I have so many questions. Were they for his mother's and his sisters to spar while they're at his place? I don't know. I'm into this. But it's adorable. Like, oh. So, yeah. There was certainly something going on there. I love it. And Dex and Deb talk about the flashback. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Yeah, he brings it up to Deb. And Deb's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I had to clean up beer off the walls for my birthday. Happy birthday, me. Yeah. We get over to the precinct where Lila is coming off the elevator, and like I said last time, yeah. he should have bailed. Dex learned. Yeah. From, he listened to the podcast, <laughs> and he was like, "Fuck, I should have. I shouldn't have engaged." Yeah. So yeah, he bails, which he is just, smart, which is great because Lila has eyes for everything but Batista. Aww. She's looking everywhere. Just where could it be? Is he over here? Like Mad Eye Moody style. Just <laughs> swinging her eyes all over the place, trying to find it. Looking for that little lab rat, Dex. Where is he? Well, Lila finds out that Batista's taking Audi to the beach yeah. with Dex. And Lila's like, I got a friend. It's, it's a museum. You should bring him. It'd be fun. Yes, you should come to my friend's studio. She teaches a marvelous children's art class. It's air-conditioned. Well, given the history between you and Dexter. We're going to pass this time. But, oh, 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 she's gone. She walked out. Oh, <laughs> Lila. Oh, she's already in the elevator. Not Hello, honey. Honey, I love you, boo. Oh, she's gone. Well, I think she heard me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be fair, actually, she bails when Batista tells Lila about Dex trying to work things out with Rita. That's Ooh. the moment she's like, all right, good boy. Yeah, she Oh, man. Boy, boy, boy. He has only one thing on the brain. Shaun of the Dead. That's it. And Dex. Oh, watch Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> but speaking of good movies. Oh. We're at the cabin at night. And we get, I'm not even going to. I, I love that movie, Cabin in the Night. Cabin in the Night. <laughs> it's the prequel to Cabin in the Woods. Ooh. The night before. Nothing happened. <laughs> So, yeah, Dex is talking to Dokes about, like, what'd you say about my papa? And Dokes figured out that he's safe because of the code. He's like, I think I'm on to you. You can't kill me. (laughs) 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 That's my Dokes laugh. (laughs) Spot on. (laughs) 
So he's happy. <gasps> and Dokes is because he's he's never seen Dex this angry before. Yeah. Like, Maybe we're getting somewhere. And Dokes toys with him for a bit until he tells Dex that he found something about Harry's death he wasn't supposed to see and that someone up high didn't want it solved. Ooh! Well, there it is. That being said, we have a wonderful little moment where they have a laugh because they joke about talking outside. Oh, and yeah. And they laugh and he laughs and they laugh together. It was a nice moment. Oh, just it's, it's good so to, nice. It's good to see them laugh. Dokes is using all of his special ops daddy skills to rattle decks. Yeah. That might be working. But before we do that, let's go golfing big time. Ooh. You know who has, do you know someone else who has uh, a dual identity? Ooh. We have Dexter the monster and we have Dexter the nerd. Yes, and yes. And he's like, how do I do this? Well, apparently he's not the only one because Matthews, civilian Matthews. Yeah. Fucking the greatest. Fucking, he's the nicest guy. Please, call me Tom. Okay, Tom. (laughs) Hi, Tom. No, um, yeah, well, uh, hmm. okay, there's no segue here. No, there really isn't. Uh, Harry killed himself with too much heart medication, and it's confirmation it wasn't an accident because Matthews got a suicide call from Harry a couple days before, or a day before. It was, yeah, it was the night before. And... Yeah, it was nice because then Matthews is like, you want to go get a drink at the club? and Which was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, like Matthews really trying to, hey, Harry told me to watch over you and Deb, and that's why I have kept this buried to protect you guys. Let's talk it out. Let's go grab a drink. Captain Matthews is my father. Call me Unky Tom. <laughs> Back at the precinct. Because Dexter leaves confused. He's like, yeah, all right. So he killed himself, but what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did not take that drink with, with Unky Tom. Back at the precinct bench. Yes. Uh, Lundy is, I assume it's one o'clock. I, no, I didn't see any food. I wasn't looking. But he's on the bench doing work outside. And yeah. LaGuerta shows up with proof Dokes isn't the butcher. And Lundy's like, no, this doesn't prove anything. It, and she's like, what do you use proves he was with me? And he's like, you... These were my personal stakeout notes. Yeah, and he's like, well, I don't have a choice here. We can't... These are admissible as evidence because your credibility was compromised when you failed to report the phone call. And I really like the line, it was a breach of protocol and ethics. Yes. Lady. Yeah. Yeah. And she worst, done fucked up. Worst of all, Lundy's like, you're probably right, but our hands are tied now. Yeah, it's like, because you didn't follow the rules, you fucked it all up. And now, in an effort for LaGuerta to protect Dokes, she might as well have buried him. Yeah. Not good, LaGuerta. It's a monstrous move, if I may say, because at the beach, Batista is playing. Here comes the monster! The kids are being chased by a literal monster on the beach. (laughs) This completely changed genres. Oh my god! It's so cute him playing with the kids! Well, and I really liked Dexter's excuse of being like, no, nah, my leg's a little tight today. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, but like, I like how it pretty much just turned out for, like, like Batista pretty much was just babysitting the kids so that Dex could have a little word with Rita. Well, which that word being, 
Rita is wondering if this is too soon because she can sense something's off with Dex. And Dex tells Rita about Harry's suicide, which is a huge moment in comparison to the whole mother debacle with Lila and not telling Rita and all this. And he just comes straight out. And when he told Lila at the NA meeting, he was a bit more like, it kind of fell out of him. Yeah. He didn't mean to tell her. He was just talking and kind of like, I've never heard that. And that happened and I never told anyone. And this is one yeah. where very deliberately and very almost emotionally he's, he's, he's telling Rita. He's opening up. That's the one. And he's, yeah, he is learning from his mistakes. The whole thing with Lila, he's, he's only come out of it for the better. And yeah, and he's, you can tell that he's, he's trying, but he's also like, yeah, having to deal with his father's suicide. And it's, it was lovely that Rita was there to support him. And it was just such a nice moment too. Like Rita just immediately just brought in Dex close and just like, I'm, I'm so sorry, you poor thing. It's okay. It's oh, beautiful moment. Progress. Good, good job, Dexter. Good job. Good job, Rita. Dex gets a text from Harlow, who found out about the cabin and is on his way. Uh-oh. So Dex texts Harlow to meet him behind the bar, um, back at the swamp. Yes, the swamp. Our Shrek and Our bar. Shrek. <laughs> A Shrek-inspired bar. They did a musical of Shrek. They've done a thousand sequels. So why not a bar? Why not a bar? Come to Miami, home of the Shrek Swamp Bar experience. We're not going to let this go, guys. (laughs) So Lila goes to buy some roofies. That she does. But let's talk more about lunch with Deb and Lundy, who uh, Lundy, I can only assume got Deb there by telling her it was the best restaurant in Miami. (laughs) And I would have loved to cut to the back and you see the fry cook and it's Lundy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, they they have a little lunch date so that they can talk. And I would say that Deb's convo about the Harry flashback is what helps her talk to Lundy, being like, maybe I should talk to people and tell them what I'm feeling instead of just thinking that they know or should know. Yeah, and, well, and instead of bottling things up like her dad did. And it's just, yeah, like, it's 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 lovely that as soon as Lundy sits them down and he's like, okay, we're here to talk. She's like, yeah, I know, me first. Apologies, here's what I want. Yeah, and she's like, it was nice having this unknown element to our relationship. I didn't know what was going to happen. And honestly, I miss that. Because when we got married, we knew this was going to end in divorce. And I'm tired of it. I I want some sort of mystery. I want to know what's going to happen. You know, anything could happen. Anything. With us, it's just been boring and sad. (laughs) Oh, my God. But on the bright side, Lundy thought that Deb would get tired of him. And it proves that everyone has self-esteem issues. It's Crazy. Just talk to your partner, guys. Communication is key. That's all you need to do. Just know that you're going into it with there being inevitable divorce. It's going to be fine, guys. Ring, 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 ring. This is Lundy. Now, if you could see me, you'd see that my face went from like happy and joyous to like serious. Yeah. We're on our way. Apparently, Dokes rented a car. Oh, shit. Okay. Y- using one of those aliases with 
the great hair. Yes. The alias being Chaz Razmataz. That's it. Was, yeah, this my name's motherfucking, motherfucking Chaz Razmataz. <laughs> oh my god. Give me my car. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, he used the, the Chaz Razmataz one. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Back at Lila's loft, Batista finishing up the work on the wall reminds me of, we've been watching a lot of American Dad recently. Yes, And it reminds me of when Steve, the the son, the American boy, if you will, Uh, and his friends help a child molester clean up the house (laughs) because the child molester keeps promising that, like, maybe something would happen because she's a hot lady. Uh And then it turns out she's just a real estate agent and used them to clean it up so she could flip the house for profit. Yes! That's what's happening with Batista because Lila burns her loft down and Batista fucking rebuilds and repaints it. Yeah, like now the loft looks all full of the pasión, and and it's all because of Batista, and freaking Lila comes back with some wine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How was the beach? Oh, the beach was so great. I got to play with Audi. How are Dex and Rita? Oh, they're doing well. I think think they're going to work it out. And then they take the longest, most awkward, simultaneous drink that I've ever seen. They both just kind of chug and look at each other awkwardly. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, from Lila's perspective, she didn't, I don't think she was going to do the roofie thing. She had that in her back pocket. Sure. And I think it was at that moment she was like, and was kind of just like, all right, here we go. And I don't like it. Oh my God. But this scene. Lila seduces Batista. I need you. And also, I bloody like it rough, I do. And they get to humping. They hump it all up. Oh, they have all the bubbles and humps. No, no, no. Well, no, she, they're just doing humps right now. Uh, the bubbles come later. Oh, no. So it's, it's humps and bubbles. So back at the cabin, uh, leaving them to their humps, Dex comes in with an unconscious Harlow over his shoulder, and he's like, this is your final victim. And Dokes is like, please don't. Ooh. But let's cut back because I can't stop thinking about those humps. So we're back at Lila's loft where they finish humping. And Lila goes to the bathroom where she brings her bubbles with her. And uh, there were at least four roofies in there. Yeah. And she took them all. She took what them is, all. What is the recommended usage for a first-time user? Oh, um... No pills. Oh. It would be zero, actually. Okay, Okay, so she took a lot. Yeah, she did. But good for her. I mean, hey, I will say this. She gets what she wants. You got to respect it. And she went another episode getting bubbles and humps. That is very true. Bubbles and humps, two. Electric boogaloo. And honestly, too, like, fucking eight. Batista has his shirt off, and he's got some big arms. He looks good. Yes! Good for him. Oh, he's wonderful. He gets a beer, and Lila falls unconscious in the, the bathroom, and then Batista has one of what I can only imagine was the 17th take of him dramatically opening the door. Yeah. To reveal Lila's body. It was quite dramatic. Very good, but very dramatic. And then you notice something amazing. I actually noticed things in that bathroom. Nope, you get one. I, we talked about this before. <laughs> you can have one. We will discuss it off Meta. Meta. Mm-hmm. We will discuss mm-hmm. it off air. Mm-hmm. Meta, mm-hmm. we will discuss this off Jonathan, air. Jonathan, I noticed two things in that bathroom. Tell me. First, there was a mannequin 
behind the door that looked a lot like Lila. It had the the long dark hair and it, it just had like rusted chains all around the mannequin. Kind of a, an odd thing to have in your bathroom. Mm, not my bathroom. I have at least three chained mannequins in there. You've been there. You've seen it. You were there. But the other thing that I noticed in that bathroom was a bright red bathroom phone. I miss bathroom phones. I miss landlines, if I'm honest. As soon as I get home, I chuck my phone, and then people call me, and they're like, why didn't you pick up, you ass? I'm like, I didn't know. That actually does happen quite often. A lot. I miss landlines because <laughs> it would ring, and then that was the end. You, you guys know how phones work. That's how it used to work. It was awesome. Anyway, yes, bathroom phone, which is a lot of fun. So who, much fun. Who's Lila talking to on the bathroom phone? Right. Get it out of here. While we, while she's in the loo. Back at the cabin, Dex is setting up the kill room, and uh, Dokes is like, don't do this. I understand going after criminals, but this is some sick fucking ritual bullshit. Like, what? Yeah. what is this about? And when Dexter starts... The blood starts pooling at the bottom, and it doesn't look... It looks like it's going to come into the cage. It, just does, it doesn't look as tight. As sealed. Sealed. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like our spoiler section that we don't do. Um, <laughs> yes. It's... Yeah, my God. The the acting that Dokes did here, it's uh, haunting. Oh, like, he kills he's, it, yeah. He's literally just begging Dexter, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we were getting somewhere. We were... Come on, we were connecting, we were getting somewhere, and now don't do this. And as soon as that blood does pool around the cage, Dokes shuts the fuck up, and he is not happy. Well, when later when Dexter's finished, I literally have the line here, Dokes not happy. Yeah. And the two lines, stay away, just stay away from me, which he delivers wonderfully. Oh my god. But let's flash back to three days before Harry's death. And Harry walks in on Dex cutting up that bad guy from earlier. Yeah. And that, again, going back to Michael C. Hall's acting as younger Dexter, yeah. that, that earnestness and that, that, that almost longing of like, I finally got him for you. Yeah. Here, like, do you, I present Dad. it to you. Do you take? Here, here is a gift for you, yes. Dad. I did it. One gift for my favorite dad. A favorite gift for a favorite dad. Ooh, and his response is to immediately get sick. Well, yeah, and honestly, too, it's a good throw-up. It's really hard to do a good throw-up because you can just see people with stuff in their mouth waiting to spit it. Yeah. It was a very good one. Ooh, it was so good. And again, haunting. Stay away. Just stay away from me. And then the realization that it was me who killed my dad. Whenever it comes to dad murder, mm-hmm. you never expect it to be you. <laughs> That's crazy. No! It was me? No way! What about me chopping up this pimp in my garage upset my father? What? Oh, man. It's like Harry realized that the code was one thing, but then seeing it in action was like, oh, wait, my son's a serial killer? Yeah. I thought he was just a serial killer. Yeah. I thought he was a serial boy. (laughs) That's right. You're a serial boy. No, he's a serial killer. I did it for you, Daddy. But yeah, and Dexter has to deal with the realization that, uh, from his perspective, he killed his dad. Heartbreaking. It is. Heartbreaking. So dark 
and Jesus, and that's that's how the episode ends. Too. That is, and also that's how our episode ends. Yeah, the, the, this is just what happens when we're getting close to the end of the season. We just we don't have too much to really talk about. <laughs> we we do want to talk more about this, but I think it'd be better to do a, a, during or after the next episode. Oh because, yeah, yeah. We we get into get into it a little bit more. So yeah, I think that wraps us up. We got a super long one. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Oh, yes. Thank you guys so much. Again, if you would like to reach out to us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You can also reach us at any of the socials. We'd love to hear from you, and we will talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Kill me now or set me free. Kill me now or set me free. Kill me now or set me free.